Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your co-host, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is... I'm your senior host, JJ Purdom. How's it going, everybody? Okay, well, I was going to... You know, we're both on the same level. I was going to say, I'm your co-host, here's our other co-host, JJ, but you had to go and steal all the thunder on that one. Co-host would suggest that there's like a 50-50 partnership. We've already established that you cheated on another podcast at one point, so I think that right now I have hand. Is that how that works? That's kind of how that works, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Okay. That's well, biblical truth, my friend. I'm just giving it out to you. I'm sorry. I, I apologized. You know, is there anything else I can do to make it up for up to you? I'm thinking. Okay. You no, took too long. No, you took too long. No, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Well, just gonna I'm sorry. Have to, time heals all wounds. Time it heals, heals all wounds. wounds. It does. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe a little... Zippy poo once in a while. Oh, no, dude, you're giving me a little zippy poo. <laughs> Wait, what kind of what are we, what are we talking? What are we talking like? Definitely Starbucks. Oh my goodness, love the Starbucks. We're addicted to the Starbucks here. Anytime that uh, I have to give Starbucks gift cards to anybody during Christmas time, I kind of want to hoard them a little bit. Is that bad? You buy wait, you're buying it for other people and you're like, maybe I won't, maybe I'll accidentally forget to give this to them. I really do that. I'll tell you what I did last Christmas, this past Christmas. We had one of those uh, white elephant gift exchange. And so you bring a gift up to $25 and then you package it, put it at the tree. And then your coworkers come over, they pick a number, they get to choose one. You can steal gifts and everything else. Yeah, I stole my own $25 Starbucks gift card because <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. Jeez, I think there's a rule against that. No, I'm pretty sure there's not. I guess if you don't tell me that you brought it though. Yeah, no, everybody knew that I brought it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty evident. Uh, there was some, I don't think you can do that. And I'm like, I didn't see anything in the rule book. Then they were like, there is no rule book. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there is. Google <laughs> it. And uh, I just left it at that. Once you say Google it, then uh, yeah, so that's your backup. Google it. Until they Google it and prove you wrong. That's, right. That's it, the one that backfires there, on you. There may or may not be any anything on Google if you were to Google it saying that that's illegal. So if that is illegal and you Google it, if you could just reach out to us on our uh, social meets. Yeah, before the white elephant police come and knock <laughs> JJ away, I guess. Because I cannot <laughs> go to jail or prison because I am far too pretty. And we've already established that. I get told that all the time. Mostly it's from my mom. <laughs> uh, crazy. Uh, boy, well, before we get into the news today, um, let's uh, talk about our favorite website. 
patreon.com slash super gamer boys <sighs> i thought that was going to go bad for just a second garrett i thought you were going to try to do blue we've already established no. this is a pg 13 podcast you know that's you not my thing you you got that cat in the bag you know you're you got that whole market cornered i'm not allowed to put cats in bags anymore since the seventh grade garrett and i thank you that i never share anything with you again and you don't bring that up on the pod thank you well, that's the only reason i said it is because you just told me earlier today and well now the world knows yeah, you're Mission a horrible, accomplished. horrible accountability partner <laughs> um but no uh if you haven't already go check out patreon.com slash super gamer boys it's a place where you can learn a little bit more about us and um support us if you really like our stuff you can Throw us a couple bucks and get your name in the show notes. Maybe get a shout out on the show. Maybe get a whole segment named after you. Um, whatever you want, depending on how much you uh, you would are able to support us monthly. And every dollar of that goes right towards the podcast again. It's not going towards groceries or um, JJ's Starbucks addiction. It's going towards uh, you know games and movies that we can um, review for you guys. And our uh, that's actually one of our goals. If we can get sixty dollars a month, we will do a a um, another bonus episode essentially so get your regular you know weekly episodes and on top of that maybe on a thursday or friday we'll drop a review episode on um, whatever game or movie you guys vote on and decide on and uh yeah it'll be kind of a little treat for you guys and then on top of that uh um you can also uh, oh the, the money will also go towards like new equipment and stuff for making our show even better for you yeah, because Garrett's microphone, uh, it's getting a little dirty, guys. Yeah, we, you, brought, you brought this up last week. They don't need to hear about my stinky microphone. Well, okay? I, I did Google that because that's what I do. I just Google stuff. And I was told via the Google uh, masters that uh, create Google code, because um, that's what they're called, uh, <laughs> you need to clean it with vinegar. I okay. think apple cider vinegar. And then you're also supposed to drink some at the same time. Can I like swish it in my mouth and spit it out on it, maybe? I think that's how it goes. Well, we, you, 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 try to, you try it yeah. on your mic first, and then uh, yeah. then I'll try it on mine. Okay. We'll see what happens. Will do. Okay. Cool. Well, let's uh, get down to it. Let's get into the nerdy nudes of the week. The nerdy nudes. This week, we have four news stories that are all pretty, pretty dang crazy, pretty dang exciting. Um, you sounded so excited when you read that. Well, I was. They're pretty. They're pretty crazy. They're pretty darn exciting. So two, you two, of, two of them are exciting. Okay. Two of them are crazy. Not so exciting. Okay. Like they're sad. Hmm. Like, like dead dogs. Sad. Not that sad. Not as sad as people getting laid off, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can't believe you joked about that, Gary. Yeah, I know. I'm just the worst. Um, but no. So this first one is one of the exciting ones. New Google gaming project announcement coming soon. New console? Question mark. Yes. This is exciting. This is by Liana Rupert over at comicbook.com. So Google is apparently gearing up for something big at GDC 2019 coming up. The mega company is set to host a keynote presentation on March 19th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and rumor is they are announcing something big for the gaming world. Some are even speculating it's their very own console to compete with that of Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. The report of a huge gaming announcement comes from an invite sent with the simple tagline, in quotations, gather around, and a mysterious image of a dark hallway leading up to a light at the end of the tunnel type of exit. 
According to a recent report from The Information, the company is currently hard at work on a subscription-based game streaming service that could work either on Google's Chromecast or possibly a Google-made console. So this is crazy, because there hasn't been a new contender in the console world since Microsoft back in the early 2000s. Like, pretty much it's been Nintendo, Sony for a long time. I mean, and before that, obviously, there was Sega um, and Atari way back in the day. But there really hasn't been any other contenders out there. So it's kind of kind of crazy. Like, Google might be coming out, swinging, um, and uh, it might be a streaming console, similar to, like, what uh, uh, Microsoft's wanting to do with uh, Project xCloud there. So, I don't know. What do you think? And with Xbox, think? Xbox is just kind of giving their stuff all over the place. I mean, maybe maybe that might have something to do with, with the Google console. The other thing about Google uh, is they already have a lot of mobile games, and they have been killing it with the mobile games lately. I don't know. Do you have any of those games on well, your... Well, so Google doesn't make mobile games. They have their, the game store that they have on their Android devices, but Google themselves don't make games. Don't correct me on the podcast, especially when I look like a loser. No, it's fine. You don't look like a loser. You just... You just edit that. You just look like you didn't know what you're talking about. No, I always... <laughs> edit that out. Okay. Edit, edit that out. I'll, let me write that down. Do you promise that you will edit that out? Okay, I wrote You're that doing down. the button slapping <laughs> thing again, man. I, I'm pretty wise to that wasn't even on the home keys. Yeah, well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but... No, yeah, so this is pretty crazy, though. Like, yeah, we haven't had a new console since Xbox. It's been just kind of like the same three people over and over, year after year, generation after generation. Um, I'm excited about this. I guess it could be cool. I don't know if it'll be anything I pick up necessarily because, I don't know, I just don't foresee them having, like, big exclusive games, at least for a while, like what PlayStation's Microsoft get. Um, but, okay, I'm going to throw something crazy out there. to have, there. like, a cheap streaming box. There is some crazy stuff going on with PlayStation. PlayStation has pulled so far ahead of the pack right now, and there's so much other stuff going on with the ideas of streaming services, um, with Xbox uh, Gold and all of their all of their you know Xbox content and everything. What's to say that the third party outfits out there are now going to be going for other systems like you know ones that were predominantly PS4 exclusives? they looked forward to E3 and being able to sell a lot of their stuff each year. So there's probably going to be a lot of people that jump on board uh, this Google thing and want to get in on the ground floor. I mean, Microsoft, a lot of people laughed when Microsoft originally announced the Xbox, the original Xbox. A lot of people were like, there's no way that this is going to work. And it worked out pretty well. Yeah. No, yeah, I... Yeah, if it is a gaming console, I think you're on the right track. Like, yeah, there will definitely be people who jump on. I just, I don't know if I see many, like, heavy hitters jumping on. Like, I feel like all, like, the big uh, developing, like, developer studios out there right now have, like, contracts with, like, uh, like Santa Monica Studios that made God of War. Like, they can only make PlayStation games. Like, it's, they're only allowed to make PlayStation games, pretty much. Like, they have a contract with Sony. Or, like, Microsoft now owns um, Project Ninja, I think is the name of it. They owned, um, uh, what's some of the other one? Uh, wow, I can't even think of it. There, there's a bunch of, com- like, the company that makes Halo. I can't think. I want 313, maybe. Um, like, a lot of the PlayStation Sony have their own in-house developers now. And those are the ones that are making the big blockbuster games. I feel like... 
the only thing you're going to really see on something like a Google box is going to be like the indie developers, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, that's what the Switch has turned into is like an indie um, powerhouse. Like you, there's every every week there's like a hundred new indie games put on there by people in their mom's basement who make incredible games. Don't get me wrong. Just because they live in their mom's basement doesn't mean they can't make good stuff. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with living in your mom's basement, Garrett. I, you know, there's <laughs> jokes made occasionally about it, but it's perfectly acceptable okay. in 2019. Yeah, thanks for that. Because oh, it seems I'm, like in previous I'm sorry. episodes I said you just I'm make sorry. fun of me. So. I said I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you not forgive? It's like you're holding it against me, man. Yeah, you won't forgive me. I'm just going <laughs> to hold that against you. No. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm excited to definitely see what it is because... Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if it's not a console, and it is just because, let's see, was it last November when Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out? They did a proof of concept, basically, where they did a Google gaming streaming service where you could stream Assassin's Creed Odyssey on your PC completely free. Like, you didn't have to pay for the game at all because they just wanted to prove that it was possible to stream games with no lag, no latency, on any computer. Um, and I was even like listening to some of the kind of funny content. One of the guys there, he had a little like Chromebook, you know, basically it's good for just getting on the internet, like checking your email. <laughs> and uh, he was able to hook a controller up to that and play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, a brand new Assassin's Creed game through the internet. No problems at all. Like it ran it just fine. A brand new, like hot off the press game with modern, like state of the art graphics and everything. Huge open world, no issues. So, so I there almost, was no lag whatsoever. I mean, the internet he, with the internet he was using, there was no lag. Obviously, it depends on your connection. Um, but he was saying like, yeah, he had no issues at all. So, or very minuscule, like it was hardly noticeable to him. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's the announcement too. Maybe it's not a full-on console, but what if it's just, hey, we're officially releasing this con- this streaming service um, onto PC, and who knows? Maybe they'll start doing what which this is an article we'll talk about a little later in the show, but Microsoft is talking about putting Game Pass on the Nintendo Switch. Well, maybe Google's having the same idea. We're going to put our streaming service first on PC, but maybe they end up on Xbox. Maybe they end up on PlayStation and Switch and on your phone. So you can play the brand new Call of Duty on your phone, streaming through the internet or something. I'm Uh, curious if that would something like that would work on Android boxes. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, if you're just having Android boxes hooked up or even smart TVs. I mean, I know this is something they've talked about for a long time, it it getting to that point. But the, the reality of the situation is we've never had the ability to stream games up until now as it's starting to get good. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're talking about 5G being the thing. Hey, man, when it's 5G, it's like a different ball game. You know, Japan has far superior... Uh, internet connection. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, they could already be doing this. Well, and they already are. So there's actually like Resident Evil 7, and I think there's one other, I think it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey, both came out on Switch in Japan through streaming. But, you know, it never, it didn't happen over here because it just, the infrastructure isn't good for it over here. Like, I, like there's so many people in the Midwest who like barely have, you know, even here, I have a friend who lives out in Houston, he lives just outside of town, and the fastest internet speed he can get, I think it was like five or ten megabytes per second. Mm. Like that's all he's able to get, and it's you know, super. That's that's pretty pretty bad. That's like here in California, you know, thriving metropolis of, you know, 
the whole state's a city, right? That's what everyone pictures who doesn't live here. It's like yeah. the whole thing is just, you know, San Diego or LA or something. Did you like how when you said that it gets five megabytes or 10 megabytes, I, I, I furrowed my brow as if like, oh, oh, concerning. Oh, wow. No clue what you just said. I know that's, not, clue that's not, not a lot of internet. That's very, very slow. Okay. That's what mine is because mine's dial up. Okay. It still well. has like that. Like, you know, that's what happens. It's like so a modem that, thing. That's why we kept losing an Apex Legend because yeah, JJ's playing on dial up. That's probably why. <laughs> I'm in uh, Newman, so I'm in a small town. Um, a lot of people say that it smells like cows. I don't smell it personally. I guess I'm just used to it. I grew up there. But unfortunately, the internet is not great there, the one that I have. So I couldn't see right now, as it stands right now, I couldn't see me being able to do a streaming service. Right. I love the idea of of a Google box and having having a setup like that or or even the X, Xbox uh, Game X Class. Cloud. Yeah, the X Cloud. I, w- I would love that, but I just... I don't see that being a possibility with the setup that I have right now. Yeah, and that's what's so exciting with them bringing in this technology for 5G, like in making that better. And already I saw actually a news article today that Sprint is going to be uh, officially um, uh, starting up their 5G service in like May or something of this year. Like so Sprint's going to be the first one, um, which is insane. So that's it's only the beginning. I think once 5G is out there, because I think the idea behind 5G is eventually it's just kind of open to everyone and everything. Like everything's going to have 5G in it. 5G is going to be everywhere, all encompassing the entire country. So you'll never be without service or data or internet. Everything and everyone will be connected. Mm. So once that happens, I mean, it's already starting with Sprint this year. I'm sure other ones will follow suit very quickly. You know, something like streaming a game on your Google box shouldn't be an issue. So it'll be interesting to see how that one... uh, uh, turns out, but when until I, then, we'll have to wait until March 19th. When I read this article, I'm going to tell you what I did because I, at heart, I'm an evil person. You know this. Yeah. I mean, you, you've you seen the <laughs> horns when they come out and everything. You're very evil. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say very. I mean, you didn't have to put very on the on that. On the know? D&D scale, I would even say you're chaotic evil. Is that is that a thing? That's a thing. <laughs> How do you know this? How do you know the carrot? Come on. Just me, what, were, what were you saying? Okay, gosh, <laughs> man. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna beat up on D and D nerds today. We're gonna we're gonna hold back. I I realized that I was a little harsh last week because we had the audience, and I was kind of like you know just really yeah, beating you just up. Kept on, dunking on me, man. I, is... Somebody said like, dude, you were totally like on fire, man. You were like beating Garrett up constantly. <laughs> it hurt. Like it I hurt. always beat Keep up down. on Garrett. And I feel kind of bad. Like, I listened to it over again. That's why we had so many downloads, by the way, because I just like the sound of my own voice. Oh, yeah. So for all you peeps out there, we broke a record for the most downloads in one day. It's pretty awesome. Thank you, Mom, for so. keep downloading that over and over again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was just my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. They're they're so loved. Uh I don't know what I was saying when I first started talking about it. Yeah, I just remember that you said you were evil. So Oh, evil. Oh, so I told my daughter when I saw the Google thing. <laughs> um, I was mentioning it to the wife, and I said, Google might come out with a box. You know, they got that X, X Cloud thing coming up with Xbox, Xbox uh, X Cloud. I'm all excited about the, the prospect of getting more systems. And my daughter, I just told her she's 15, easily offended. Um, she's what Lynn would call a snowflake. <laughs> I just said, uh, yeah, she hates when I call her that, by the way. But I said, uh, you know, Pookie, I'm just thinking, you might want to move out to the garage because Dad's thinking about turning your room into a game room. 
You know, I just figure I don't have enough room for the PlayStation. And they always play Fortnite, so Dad can't play. So I'm thinking maybe we just might, you know, you'd have your own space. You know, it it gets a little cold. like your own little apartment. Yeah, it's like it gets a little cold. But, I mean, we'll we'll put a space heater out there. And so, I mean, we'll... Maybe we'll get one when we get our tax returns because that's what, you know, you just wait for your tax returns and then we're all of a sudden we're ghetto rich. I'm like, (laughs) I'm just thinking your room would be kind of perfect. It's close to the modem. And so I get pretty good Wi-Fi reception and it's right next to the bathroom. And that's, (laughs) that's a key. That's a key. I might even just build a bathroom in a room. Yeah. She didn't like that very much. No, I think it was funny. I I thought it was great. I laughed (laughs) at my own thing on it. Yeah. No, that's. I, I can't wait until I have an extra bedroom or even a garage. If I had a garage, I'd totally turn it into my gaming space. But right now, my garage is separate from the house. And it's very cold and very far from the internet. So, But eventually, I'll have something to set up my nerd space. Oh, where you could like maybe get with the guys and play D&D inside of your Yeah, home. you know it. You know it. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. No. Uh, you're jealous, and we all know it. You know what? I kind of am. I'm jealous that you can do it with a straight face and then you talk about it all excitedly and stuff like that. And you're like, man, my buddies, Billy and Jimmy, they're just great. I was, we're having the greatest time playing. With the, dude, you know what we did the other day? And I'm like, I really don't care. Dude. I really don't. <laughs> you're just jealous because I'm just that secure in my manhood that I can just you, do whatever. And you truly are. Not feel, you know. I think that's something attacked that, or condemned or less than a man. That's something to be very proud of. You, you <laughs> truly are. Ex- I, I'm so ashamed and afraid, and don't want anybody to know about my little dirty secrets about, like, you know, the the nerd dumb or the fact that sometimes I play with action figures. You know, I. <clears throat> well, like, we all have our thing, my, you with, know. Yeah, <laughs> your dolls. Yeah, they're not dolls; they're action figures. Okay, there's a there's a difference here. I know. I was like today. I went through Facebook and invited some of my Facebook friends to like our Super Gamer Boys page because they hadn't. And I'm like, hey, you should do it. Um, and I was like, I was inviting. I was clicking the invite button on some people. I'm just like, oh, this is gonna be super weird. Like, I don't know. It's, it is still weird to like nerd out around certain people or have certain people know that I am super into games and mm-hmm. weird stuff. But it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, I haven't talked to them in like three years. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, okay, well, let's get into this next news article here. Um, the, the title is no overkills. The walking dead has not been canceled for PS4 Xbox one. This is by Colin Stevens over at IGN. So there's a little background on this article. Um, last week there was reports coming out uh, a little prematurely. People kind of panicked a little bit. Um, pre-orders on PS4 and Xbox one, uh, people who had pre-ordered the the Walking Dead, Overkills the Walking Dead, um, had gotten emails saying, "Hey, your pre-order has been canceled," and there was no reasoning. It was kind of like, "Hey, that's it." So immediately, everyone's burst into a frenzy. It's canceled. It's canceled. It's going down. Game game over, kind of thing. Uh, well, within uh, I think it was fairly quick. Um, publisher Five Hundred Five Games on Twitter. Uh, came out and said, we just want to clear the position on the overkills of Walking Dead on console and confirm that the game has not been canceled, purely postponed whilst development is ongoing. We will share further news as soon as possible. Um, So basically it was just kind of a PSA. Hey, the game's still happening, not completely dead. Um, But I don't know, it was interesting to see how everyone jumped to that conclusion so quickly. Um, It's not really surprising because... Um, 
just of how because the PC versions already came out. It came out last fall. I want to say it was October, November. I don't. I remember you showing me some videos of mm-hmm. it back when it came out. Um, and the videos and trailers looked awesome, but reviews like it tanked. Um, like it did not get great reviews uh, critically. And uh, I know, like it pretty much like it was one of those things where like it came out and just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Like IGN gave it five point three out of ten. PC Gamer gave it fifty five percent. Metacritic it has had a fifty one percent. Like it's bad. Like you it's, remember that when that when that was announced, and then when the first trailer started coming out, dude, I was at the front of the line, man, yeah. just being so excited. It looks so good. Obviously, huge huge fan of The Walking Dead. I wanted so badly for this to be a great game. It looked fantastic. I loved the content from The Walking Dead. I went into it really excited. I thought the first couple of uh, trailers looked great. They looked exciting. And for some reason, it was like a balloon that just got deflated, man. Yeah. It it just fell off so bad. Yeah. Maybe they just weren't ready. It just did not live up to people's expectations of what the game was going to be. There was a lack of features. Uh, It was pretty... Um, let's see. In our review, so this is from IGN. Uh, Colin uh, Stevens here says, "In our review of Overkill's The Walking Dead on PC, we called the game mediocre, saying co-op zombie splattering will never be devoid of fun. But Overkill's The Walking Dead is lacking in both the series storytelling and technical polish. So yeah, it's fun to kill some zombies, but if there's no story to it, like The Walking Dead is known for those great Absolutely. stories, a TV show, the comic books, um, and then yeah, the technical polish, like it just was not." Um, I guess like it was just full of bugs and glitches and just all sorts of wonky just issues in it that should have been fixed before it shipped. Um, My and- expectation was that what I was going to be getting if I got that game based on the trailers was it was going to be Last of Us. Hmm. It was going to be like that, styled in that pattern, uh, but with zombies. And if it was, all right. But it, it just looked like a... Uh, a beat em up, you know, for zombie. I mean, it just didn't it didn't hold true to hmm. to the yeah. story aspects of of The Walking Dead because that that's all character development. Yeah. Every bit of of the like zombie thing has been played to death, right? right? Everybody has the zombie stuff, but when you go crazy with intricate stories and character development, watching characters do things that that they wouldn't normally do in an effort to survive, that's why people fell in love with The Walking Dead. And that's kind of what I was hoping from this game. Oh, totally. Yeah, characters that you could fall in love with and connect with and be like, wow, like that's crazy like that. I can't believe he did this or that in this situation. Yeah. And like that's what people look forward to, and it just was not that. And So, yeah, this console, so like I said before, the PC version came out in November. Um, the console version was supposed to come out then but got pushed to February of this year. So apparently it was supposed to come out in the next couple of weeks. And then last minute just got... Uh, pushed off even further with no date. So no one knows anything at all. They're like, you know, as soon as we know, we'll let you know. But until then, it's happening. Just kind of arms up in the air. Who knows when? So I don't know. It's kind of a bummer on one hand. But on the other hand, it's like we know we know what the game is like because we can play it on PC and it's not good. So it's kind of like, well, they kind of had it coming. Like um, my only hope, I guess, is since like they have this time now to keep working on the console version that maybe when the console version comes out they will not only have a much different and better game but maybe they'll have a patch that they can 
you know, an update for that PC version. So basically both versions will come out, an updated PC version and a brand new console version that's completely different from kind of what uh, that PC version originally was because obviously it wasn't good. (laughs) I would be highly concerned that it's snake bit right now, that if it did come out on a console, that the, the bad juju is already out there on it. So I don't see anybody going crazy with it. It would have to be revamped and be quite a bit different uh, to, in order to be able to get people's attention. It's already been snake bit. People have already crapped all over it. And I, I wonder if they would try to sell it off like almost like, oh, that was just actually like maybe start- a beta. Yeah, start marketing it. Oh, that was just a soft launch. That was our beta. Mm-hmm. Here's the real version now. Like, What's the reason for, for coming out on the PC but not coming out on the consoles? Was it just- It just wasn't ready. It wasn't ready. Like they were working on the PC version and they must have in development, in their development schedule, they must have got ahead on the PC version to the point where they were done and fell behind on some of those goals for the console version. That's the only thing I can think of. Because it's the same game uh, all around, but- Obviously, it's not like they could just click and drag a file over like, okay, it's in PC. I just got to click it over, and now it's good for PlayStation 4. It's like there's a whole lot of code and stuff that goes into that. So. I kind of thought that's how it worked. So now yeah. you just blow my mind. Mind blown. Just right-click, save as. Okay, okay. PlayStation 4. Yeah, ah. that's how you do it. <laughs> I'm kind of hurt that it doesn't work like that. Yeah. No, it does not Have work you, that way. Did you ever play the other Walking Dead game that had uh, Merle and and um, Daryl in it? No, I did I. I've not played, the only Walking Dead game I've played is just like the first episode or two of Telltale's The Walking Dead from season one. Mm-hmm. But that's all I've played of any Walking Dead game. I've never played anything else. So I've been hesitant to pick it up. Um, you can get a copy fairly inexpensively secondhand at GameStop. Uh, I was told that it's a very short game, that it's it features Merle and Daryl um, early on, them together running around killing zombies, the story's apparently not really strong, and it's only a couple of hours of gameplay, not much. There's not much of a story involved. So I never picked it up, but you could probably pick one up for 5 to $7 at a, at a GameStop. And I mean, I was just told not great positive things, but I do love- For 5 bucks. Yeah, that, that's it's the like, thing. I mean, you can't beat 5 bucks. And if you get a couple of, couple of hours of gameplay, what is that? That's pretty good Yeah, you know, for, for a couple of hours. Yeah. Cool. Let's uh, move into this next one. So this one is kind of a one of the sad ones, one of the bummer ones. Uh, Nintendo of America president Reggie uh, Reggie Fizeme is retiring. This is by Jason Schreier over at Kotaku. Uh, Reggie Fizeme Reggie Fizeme's body is no longer ready. The longtime president of Nintendo of America is stepping down on April fifteenth to be replaced by marketing man Doug Bowser. Nintendo said in press release today. Okay, it's got to be said. That's fake news, dude. They did not. They did not this like announce an, the guy replacing. an early April Fool's joke. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Doug, Bowser's Doug running Bowser. Nintendo now. Yep. He's got free reign of the kingdom. Oh, man. Sad day. There are so many cheesy jokes. I hope, I hope the next president's name is Mario. <laughs> Just, that'd be the best. <laughs> Mario came in and saved the day. Um, Fiza May, who was with Nintendo for 15 years, became an instant gamer celebrity when he took the company's stage at E3 2004 and declared, my name is Reggie, I'm about kicking I'm about taking names, and I'm, we're about making games. He was one of the iconic publisher's most public personalities, frequently representing Nintendo at events and in live presentations and injecting charisma into a company that could otherwise at times feel robotic. Alongside legendary 
Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto and the late president Satoru Iwata, Fizume was one of Nintendo's main public faces for over a decade. Here are the requisite press release quotes. I really appreciate everything Reggie has done for Nintendo, said Shantura Furukawa, president of Nintendo Company Limited. Inside and outside our company, Reggie is known as an exceptional leader. We are, great, we are grateful that he is leaving the business in good shape with strong momentum. While we will miss him and we will and we wish him the very best in his retirement, we are also pleased to have such an able successor ready to step into that role. Doug Bowser and the rest of the team will ensure a seamless transition and continued momentum for Nintendo. Uh, and then Reggie says, Nintendo owns a part of my heart forever. It's a part that is filled with gratitude for the incredibly talented people I've worked with, for the opportunity to represent such a wonderful brand, and most of all, to feel like a member of the world's most positive and enduring gamer community. As I look forward to departing, in both good health and good humor, this is not game over for me, but instead leveling up to more time with my wife, family, and friends. So, yeah, that is kind of sad, but uh, that's because, I don't know, Reggie's done so much for Nintendo over the years. Like, he's 15 years. That's a long time to be president, to be running things, and he has done so much awesome stuff in his time there. Like, in 15 years, boy, that's... GameCube era, you know, he's bringing in the GameCube, it's bringing in the Wii, it's bringing in, well, the Wii U wasn't so great, but he brought it back with the Switch, and he's always been such a big character in the gaming industry. Like, people know Reggie. Like, they see Reggie, they know who that is. They hear the name, they know who that is. Um, so, he's definitely be missed, and uh, uh, I guess we'll see what happens with Bowser and Control now, you know. I'm thinking that there's going to be a lot of toads killed and princesses are going to be stolen. Yeah. Lots kinda... of fireballs and castles built for sure. Dude, if he doesn't come out the, at the first, at, like during his presidential inauguration speech, because I think that's how they do that, right? Yeah. Similar so, to the United States. Pretty sure he's going to be sworn in. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Yeah. Almost positive. They, if he doesn't come out dressed with like the whole tail with the spikes and whatever, then I'm going to be highly disappointed. <laughs> and then I say we boycott. He better come out in a Bowser costume. So what is it? Is he just going to go fishing from here on out, man? Is he? Yeah, he's, is he, he's, he's not retiring. He's old. Old people like to just fish and do things to their life besides work their whole life, you know? You're kind of fitting all old people into a box, Garrett. Well. I don't know if that's really. He's 57 years old. That's not that that's old. Not that's that not old, that old, dude. <laughs> that's not that old at all. Yeah, but he's been making bank at Nintendo. You can retire oh, at 57 dude, and be dude. good for... If you're making Nintendo time. money, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but no, he just wanted more time with his wife, family, friend. I mean, Nintendo's been busy the last 15 years, so I'm sure he hasn't had much time for anything else except for Nintendo. So I understand if he wants to take a little vacation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up here and there still for guest appearances on things as well. Like he's such a public figure in Nintendo, which is rare. Nintendo, like they were saying in the article, is generally seen as such a, like a robotic kind of name like a like company and like very stale and flat similar to me you know <laughs> so for for reggie to be there like this this face of the company and be fun and joke around and i mean even that quote i read we're here to take names and make games and um so yeah it's he will be missed but it's exciting to see what uh, a new president will will do in his reign you know maybe we'll get switched too it'll be even better Switch 2. Yeah. Well, you come up with a better name. 
That's a better name. Switch okay. Dose. So Switch here, Dose. Here's the names that Nintendo have come up with so far. They, they're not yeah. great. The GameCube. Okay, yeah. it's in the shape of a cube and it plays games. The Wii. Like, that doesn't make any sense. The even Wii the way, too. The, the Wii U. Like, that's even yeah, worse. The Wii 2. That was bad. Wii 2 would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> uh, and then the Switch is like maybe the most, okay, that makes sense. Like, because you can switch it from handheld to console mode. It makes a cool sound when you switch the controllers on, like a little, like, you know, snapping sound. I think that, it, and I think it always goes back to simplicity. That's why they, you know, they look at the, they're like, well, what is this little cube thing? And they're like, well, let's call it a GameCube. <gasps> this is good. This is genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the Switch thing, like you're saying, switching it back and forth. And then the Wii, as you're playing and you're playing all these sports, you're like, wee, wee, you know? Yeah. They go for simplicity. I guess so. Yeah. I'm just, it's just interesting to me because, like, PlayStation's always been PlayStation. It's just one, two, three, four, just numbers. Xbox, uh, Xbox has been a little all over the place. Xbox is all <laughs> over the place. Xbox, Xbox 360, then the Xbox One. What's going to be next? Is it going to be the Xbox 720 or the Xbox Two? Somebody or said. what? Like, somebody, what is it going to be? Or is it just going to be Xbox? Two, the Xbox Two. And I just feel like but it's you the fourth can't one. do that. You right. can't. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. But alrighty, the last news article here is a big one. I alluded to it a little earlier in the show, but there's a report by Tyler Fisher from comicbook.com saying Halo, Gears of War, Cuphead, and more coming to Nintendo Switch. So this is crazy. This is very cool. So according to a new report, not only is Xbox Game Pass coming to Nintendo Switch, which is amazing. Like, I'm down to pay 10 bucks a month to have Xbox games on my Switch. I'm down. Uh, but some of Microsoft's biggest franchises and previous releases will directly release on the system as well. French outlet... Uh, can't pronounce that. That's in French. Uh, <laughs> it's... Je... Je, je video. Let's just say that. That's it's how better, I would better than it. better than the other way I was going to pronounce it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the latest to confirm that Nintendo and Xbox are teaming up in big fashion this year, following Game Informer and Direct Feed Games. However, the French website also provides further details into what the collaboration will entail. According to Je Video, not only is Xbox Game Pass coming to the system, but Microsoft will release some of its first-party games directly onto the hybrid console. This is something that Direct Feed Games originally reported, but only made note of Ori in the Blind Forest. If I'm going to call it J-Video now, from now on. If J-Video's new report is to be believed, though, alongside Ori in the Blind Forest, the other first game to come to the system will be Cuphead, 2017's indie hit from Studio MDHR. I believe it's pronounced Ju-Video. Well, that's what I wasn't going to say, but because I knew it was wrong. Well, it, it's, it, it's a French word. Exactly. So there's probably an accent on there. It's probably not just Jew video. I didn't say it like that, Garrett. Exactly Look how, like, listen to how you just said that. <laughs> you said that very questionable, man. <laughs> okay. We're going to get hate tweets. Further, apparently Microsoft is planning to bring some of its biggest franchises like Forza, Gears of War, or Halo over to the Nintendo Switch, or at least is in discussions with Nintendo about it. Um, so this is crazy because we've talked in the past about Xbox Scarlet, about Xbox game, like the Microsoft game or X cloud, um, how Microsoft is wanting to go streaming. They're wanting to go big with the whole streaming thing. 
They're wanting to get their games on every device. They want to be on phones. They want to be on computers. So not only can you play your Xbox games on your Xbox, they want everyone to be able to play it. Um, And it's totally like never in a million years would I think Nintendo would be the first people to be like, oh, yeah, come over and play your Xbox games on Nintendo. Uh, That's insane to be able to like pull up Halo one day or Gears of War and just like sawing people in half with your chain gun on Gears of War. Like on your Nintendo Switch. That seems so insane. Dude, we've covered some really big things on this podcast. I think in the last, since we started doing this podcast, we're, we're what, 14 episodes in or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy too. There, there has <laughs> been, episodes. there's been so many amazing news articles that jump out at us as like, wow, this is big. This, this right here, Garrett, this is big, big. This is huge. Yeah, no, this is like... This is a big turn in the gaming industry as a whole. Like, this isn't just, this is cool. This is like, oh, things are changing. Like, there's always been rumors about pretty soon there aren't going to be consoles anymore. Everything's going to be streaming or everything's going to be playable everywhere. This is the next step. This is literally what everyone's been dreaming about for years. That's the first step into that. I'll tell you what, if 5G comes through, there's no reason for me not to go and pick up a Switch for my son um, and then to be able to get this Xbox stuff going at the house. Big, you can't beat You get this. two consoles in it's, one. It's amazing. Like you, you buy your Switch, and then you're able to play all the Xbox games. Like That's, that's incredible. That's It just blows my mind. I don't even know what else to say about it because it's just, it's, yeah, it's amazing because uh, Game Pass has hundreds and hundreds of games on it. It's, so for those of you who don't know what Game Pass is, it's essentially Netflix for video games. So there's literally just hundreds of games on there, um, I know on Xbox, you can download them to your console, your console or stream them depending on your internet connection. Um, I don't know if you'll have that ability to download onto the switch with the current hard drive. Like the hard drive that comes on the switch is only 32 gig. That's tiny. Like I have two terabytes in my PlayStation four and even that's not enough. <laughs> so I, having not had a whole lot of Xbox, ex- Xbox experience, is this gonna, is this going to be a lot of first run titles? I mean, when you have the Xbox Game Pass, is so it- the way Game Pass works currently is every Xbox exclusive game is on there the day it comes out. So, like the new Crackdown Three that came out last week, the day that came out, you could play it on Game Pass. So instead of going out and spending sixty bucks for the game brand new, if I had an Xbox or technically on my PC, I can I can play some Game Pass games on the PC. Um, you spend 10 bucks and you, for a month, like you don't have to buy a whole year. I can just be like, oh, you know, I want to try this game. I'm going to spend 10 bucks. Not only do I have access to that new game that came out, but this huge other library of all the games that all the exclusives that came out last year, plus a hundred other backwards compatible games, you know, the Xbox 360 games, Xbox one games and that type of deal. So game pass is incredible. Like Xbox, they knew they were behind and they had to do something huge and they pulled out like every trick in the book to get back to the front. And I really think this is going to, this is going to do it for them. Like they might've been behind this console generation, but it's insane what they're doing now. Like, Coupling together with Nintendo this way and just really pushing that, the game pass, uh, it might take two and three, the number two and three consoles right now in this generation working together to topple PlayStation. This is, this is a really big deal. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to go do it, man. If they get this going, I'm doing it. I don't care. What my wife says, I'm not going to let her tell me no this time. Good, good yeah. luck with that. 
I might I might need you to come to my house and hold my hand while I No. I'm I might need you to come I'm so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hear it. I don't no no personal issues. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I don't think you understand. Like we're friends, but not that good friends. <laughs> it's a big deal for me to stand up and be my own man. You know, and that, so if you could come and help that would be great. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll think about it. How about that? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> you make me feel so much com- more comfortable. Because you know, I know this is a difficult thing, so thank you for agreeing to come with me. And I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> okay, okay. See, I just... I'm sorry. I misunderstood because I thought you were just saying like you're coming with me to stand up to my wife and to tell her, JD is going to get this. No questions asked. Well, no, what I actually said is you're coming with me to the new release section. We're going to talk about the new games oh, that came out this last yeah. week. Move on. How'd you like that? That's a pretty good segue I like there. That's a segue. I'm so proud of you. You're getting good at the segue stuff. Um, so last week, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I was, I, I'm pretty proud of that one. I got you back on track. You know, you didn't even I can ask take us any right questions. Back off. I can take us right back nope, off. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, so Anthem came out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I talked with a buddy of mine. He's been playing it, and he may come on the podcast and give his... Uh, his uh, impressions on the game and hopefully in the next week or two. Um, I need to talk to him and figure out what day, you know, if he can come in on a Monday and record, but um, that would be awesome if you could. Um, Matt, I'm going to call you out right here. Everyone get on Matt's case. Tell him he has to do it. (laughs) Um, uh, Next release is Aragami Shadow Edition on Switch, uh, Dirt Rally 2.0 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, I did not realize they were coming out with a Dirt Rally 2 game. The first one was fun. Uh, my dad actually picked it up, and we played it for a little bit. Um, last year, it was played for know, like an hour or so, maybe 30 minutes. But um, it was a hard game. They're hard racing games, but like they're very super realistic in the simulation aspect. Uh, but a lot of fun, so I'd be down to play a second one. Um, the Lego Movie 2 video game came out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. It's in the theater. They've already come out with a game. Oh yeah, they always do that. Oh man, yeah. they just jumped all over it. Oh yeah, they 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 always have a game out before the before it's even out of the theaters. They got to make that money, man. It's hot right now. They, if they wait three four months before it's on DVD, no one will care about the game. People want to play that game now. Uh, Near Automata, game of the your uh, edition. It's spelled incorrectly. I don't know if they meant to do that, but no, I imagine so. It's a weird JRPG game. Very Japanese. Uh, I don't understand most of it. Uh, that's on PC and PS4. Rad Rogers Radical Edition on Switch. Townsman, A Kingdom Rebuilt on PC. Trials Rising on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Tech Support, Error Unknown on PC. Uh, that just sounds like my life, Tech Support. This is a game of me helping my parents and my grandparents and my friends how to use their computers. So, <laughs> And your co-host. <laughs> and my co-host. Uh, yep. I told you I could not find that power button forever. Thank you for that. Yeah. They put it in weird spots now. <laughs> yeah, right on the front of the console with a big <laughs> so power symbol. Man, it's hard That's to find those suckers. Weird. <laughs> weird. Um, cool. Well, let's get down to everyone's favorite segment. What you playing? You want to go first? You know what? I'd like you to go first. <laughs> okay. I'm being nice for a change. Okay. Well, uh, so the only thing I have played this week is 
I'll let everyone guess real quick in their head, and then I'm going to say it. Ready? You got something? We're, <laughs> let's. We're on three. We're going to say it at the same time. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Dungeons Resident and Dorkins. E- no. Okay. Well, Resident Evil Two. Oh, <laughs> dude, I didn't. I, I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> I thought it was like Dungeons and Dorkins or something. No, Dungeons and Dorkins. No, I haven't played that in a long time. I'm kind of having withdrawals a little bit. It's been a while. Yeah. Need to get my my role playing fix. <laughs> I can tell. Ever since you started playing, you realize you've been looking more and more dwarf like. You you've started to take on I'm shrinking elfish, and elfish figures. You know, like are well, am I dwarf like or elfish? Because those are different. It's all the same, man. They're, They're all intermarried. And the um, <laughs> yeah, it's the same. That's where it's, orcs came from. Is everything just intermarried and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. all the same. I don't know the difference. It's all pointy eared, pointy noises and. Yeah, you know. Oh, JJ, you have so much to learn. Hair so on their armpits or something. I'm not. You don't have hair in your armpits? No, you you do. Yeah, it's kind of part of puberty. <laughs> no, it's not. Kind of, kind of part of being a man, you know. No, back hair is. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm concerned now because uh, my wife wanted to shave my back not that long ago. I thought you were going to say she she's hard getting back hair. <laughs> You're a little concerned. Yeah. Wait a second. I like to pet it when she comes up to cuddle. I'm like, oh, it's like having a cat, darling. No, uh, <laughs> she unfortunately had told me when we got married, before, right before we got married, she started talking very, very animatedly about. Yeah, it's disgusting when people have hair all over their bodies and everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like literally half troll on my mother's side. You know, like <laughs> I'm like nothing but hair when my shirt comes off, you know, like nothing <laughs> back hair, nose hair, ear hair. And uh, so I let her in on the, uh, the body hair situation. Before or after you, you sealed the deal. No, no, I sealed it first. Yeah, <laughs> like walk down the aisle. Like, okay, so here's the deal. I was like. BTW, by the way, <laughs> it's real. It's getting real, man. It's getting real. But uh, no, she said, you think you, we could shave your back? And I'm like, that's kind of strange. And so I, uh, I let her do the clippers on there and stuff like that. Do them grow. The hair's growing back was so horrible. Now Imagine. she's uh, horrible. Now she like likes it and stuff like that. You know, sometimes she'll braid it. Gross. You're a, you're a dwarf. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but no, I've been playing Resident Evil 2. Um, I am starting through the Claire campaign, uh, which has been a lot more different than I thought it was going to be. Originally, I was like, oh, it's the same story, but just like little weird differences here and there. It's been completely different. Like you go to some of the same places, but there's even different parts of the map that have opened up, uh, different characters I've come across and like completely different storyline. It's crazy. Like where Leon's goal was like to get into... Umbrella Corporation, find the virus, expose it to the world, not expose the world to it, but it'd be like, hey, Umbrella Corporation's evil, you know, they should get in trouble, basically. Um, Where Claire is like, she's looking for her brother, um, and she comes across and finds this orphan, and apparently there's, I don't know if you remember from the the night we did the stream, but uh, Raccoon City has an orphanage that's right next door to the police department. It also happens to be right next door to the Umbrella Corporation Research Facility. Uh, it's a little weird. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's 
it's pretty cool how different it actually has made the game a lot of fun because I was like, oh, it's just going to be the same playthrough. It'll be a little boring, but I'll get through it. It's a new character whatever. But it's been the story is completely different and Clara gets a lot of different weapons as well. So getting uh, a grenade launcher instead of a shotgun and getting different, you know, uh, revolvers and pistols and stuff. Or right now I just got like a big, last night I got a, a big, uh, it looks like a bazooka, but it has like two big tasers that come out and it tases zombies and people to death. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? I haven't tried it yet, but it looks pretty intense. So that's what I've been doing. It's, it's a lot of fun. How it, many hours would you say you're into Claire's story right now? I really just looked guess. up the clock last night because there's a little timer on the, when you pause it. I think it was said I'm about five hours in. Um, that, you really get your money's worth of that game. Oh, yeah. And I still have two more playthroughs I have to do. See, and, I, and that's, that's <laughs> you know, I was going there, dude. Is uh, Yeah, I got to play through as Claire is the first story and then I, Leon is the secondary story. Because I'm curious to see if it's even more different with that. Like, it's I, as different as it is from Leon to Claire here. I understood that you told your mom and dad that, uh, well, I have to play yeah. another three times. Is there of course. You have and that to. they were like, what? You have to? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is that? What, what do you mean, have to? So. I love that. I love that that you kind of got called out on your your gaming addiction. He's <laughs> like, "What do you mean you have to?" Oh, it's well, not I addiction. Kinda, I kind of have to. <laughs> I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> no, you, you can't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been playing. I I've been watching my dad play some uh, Hitman because uh, that was one of the free games this month on PlayStation Plus. Um, fun game to watch, but it reminds me actually a lot of. Sp- Splinter Cell back in the day. I played a little bit of Hitman. But have you, actually. Yeah, have you yeah. tried a little bit? I played a little bit. I didn't do very well. Um, I, you know, because like when we streamed, I was able to hand the controller to my wife and let her play, and then I take credit for it. This time around, I played a little bit. Uh, I probably played ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and uh, I'm not real strong. It seems like a fun game, though. I just wasn't able to uh, to get very far into the boat. I couldn't find the guy that you're looking for to try to like. <laughs> you know, to kill or capture or whatever. Um, but what I was playing this week is, obviously I went right back to the Red Dead well because there's just so much good water in that well. And I just keep drinking and drinking, dude. It's so much fun. And it's been, there's been a couple more nights of like just some late night. I swear every time I turn around, it ends up being one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Jeez. And I, like, I'm not even, I'm not even saying that for comedic effect. I'm not trying to be funny. There has been too many nights. I, I'm doing it on the weekends, but where I'm like, oh man, I got to go to church in the morning and it's 2.30. Why am I still up? <laughs> and, but dude, it's just been so much fun. It's such a, it's so big. It's so great. And I, I told you before, never really cared for open world games too much for me. It's just overwhelming, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what do yeah. I do? You even tried? Was it Fallout or was it Far I tried, Cry? I tried. Both I tried both. I tried actually, both. I tried both. I tried Far Cry a uh, Primal, like and then I tried. For you. I tried one of the Fallout games. I can't remember which one. Fallout Four, 4 I think. Yeah. And yeah, it was just it was too much. I'm like, I I, I wanted a story. I wanted... Granted, you were still a little baby gamer at that point, so maybe you'd like them now. Maybe you need to try those after you finish up Red Dead. Or not. Yeah, we're not. Okay. Okay. No, but there's something about this game because there is a story. There is a story. There's a story in Fallout. And then, is there? And in Far Cry. Far Cry Primal is a little hard, to, but Far, Fallout has a story. Well, th- with this, there's the story there, and you can do the main story, and then there's all these little side things. You know, a question mark might jump up a stranger over here in the post office, and you're like, ooh, what's that? So you run over, 
And I just love it. You're going off on these little quests all over the place, little tributaries that, that life takes you when you play this game. And there's a lot of really cool story. What I'm experiencing a lot of is there's a lot of the same characters keep popping back up over and over again. Um, there was one guy who had one arm and um, he was like a hurt in a war or something and he like bumps some change off of you and you kind of help him and then he he has this conversation with you well you run into him several more times and you kind of have very similar conversations with him so i'm like i already ran into this guy why am i having the same conversation with him you know like we never talked before but it's a lot of fun i i like i said lost a lot of sleep lately i did do a, a 10 hour sleep session recently catching up on some sleep i lost oh wow uh, yeah and uh <laughs> must be nice yeah it was pretty nice i feigned <laughs> illness that's what you need to do feign illness um and then the other game that i played this week was i was able to pop in metal gear solid the phantom pain Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I know that you are a huge lover of Snake and everything that he does. And uh, I got to be totally honest. I really dig on it, man. It's a really fun game. I haven't gotten super far, uh, but you're in a hospital. Everything's so realistic. Uh, it's kind of confusing. I can see why everybody loves Kojima so, so much. The characters are so colorful. Yeah. So you say you're in the hospital. That's literally still like the opening, like, portion of the game you haven't even gotten to the game yet so the reason it's so confusing probably is because you you're not in the game so does it change up a whole oh, lot it changes something? a ton so mm -hmm. in the hospital you're trying to break out of well you're trying to get out of the hospital it's being it's under attack it's like on fire things are blowing up stuff like that um it's it's long the, that's kind of kojima's style is his cutscenes are very long his storytelling is very dragged out um but uh once you get out of the hospital, it uh, basically, there's a probably, <laughs> I imagine as he does, there's a ton of cutscenes, probably for about 30, 40 minutes where you just sit and watch some movies. You know, that's kind of his thing. <laughs> um, setting up the story, setting up what's going on. You get picked up. Um, and then it gets to the real game where you are rebuilding Mother Base um, because you are big boss. So you don't actually, you're not playing as Snake in this game. You're playing as Snake's biological dad but through snake was born through cloning it's all a little weird just accept it it's it's fine this sounds like some um, D, D stuff that I, you know, like. <laughs> um so you're playing as big boss which his code name back in the day in the cold war I and mean, you know he's a black ops agent in russia was snake as well but he is not solid snake from the games from like one two and four uh, you play as big boss in three as well I did three. I thought I held up the wrong amount of fingers there for a second. Um, That's how I count is using but, my fingers. Uh, but yeah, it turns into a huge open world game. Um, and so, well, it's kind of like two games in one. Like on one hand, you're collecting out in the open world. You're doing your missions, but you're also collecting resource points like from fuel to food to, um, I don't even know, like precious minerals and rocks and stuff like that. And then, But you're also doing your mission at the same time. But then when you get back to base after a mission, you can use all that to upgrade your mother base, and that lets you unlock new guns that you can take in the battle next time. It lets you unlock new vehicles. You can take new armor sets, new um, allies. You can take buddies with you in the battle. So you have like your little, you have like this uh, this dog, this German shepherd called, his name is the Diamond Dog. That's because of the name of um, Big Boss's mercenary kind of military outfit. It's called the Diamond Dogs. So you have your little, 
you know, German Shepherd you can take in with you to battle. You can take a horse to ride on. You can take um, Quiet, which is she's one of uh, um, uh, like another NPC that you can take in. She's a sniper. So it's it's crazy. It turns into a completely different game than you're at. So I'm excited you to get to that. I'm excited for you to get to that point and see kind of what else it has in store. Because I mean, you're just enjoying the opening cinematic, basically. Well, the opening <laughs> cinematic is really it, it's captivating. It's, yeah. it's truly captivating because the way that it starts out, you wake up in a hospital and you've been in a coma for nine years. Part of your arm is missing, and um, they're telling you like, "Look, you've been out for nine years." You've got, you know, part of your arm missing. You're flipping out. They're giving you shots to, like, calm you down or whatever. And then eventually the, you're, you're... And you have a big rock stuck in your head or something, too. Yeah, you have, like, a big, and, like, the horn or whatever. And then you're... Shrapnel stuck in you're your head. You're trying to get out of there, and you're crawling on your on your arms, army crawl style. you one your, arm. Yeah, dragging your, <laughs> your body behind you. Right, right. Dragging your body behind you. And it's so realistic as you go to try to stand up keeping in mind, realizing that you've been in a coma for nine years, you're not going to immediately just get up and start walking around the, this world right away. So it's, to me, extremely realistic. It's like you are going to be jacked up. Uh, they kind of explain a little bit of that away as being, hey, we've we've massaged you the whole time, kept your muscles from atrophying real bad. You're going to be weak. It'll get better. You know, that kind of stuff. Right. So I, I, it's so realistic and it's a lot of fun. And I kind of feel a little smee bad about some of the teasing that i've done no i'm just kidding i don't i don't feel bad wow did it like, sound like, realistic like i've said before like i've said before this game if you like this one the other ones are so much better if you don't like this one the other ones are so much better like the metal gear is incredible series so i'm excited you to play excited for you to play even more of them um cool well let's get into a question of the show so the question this week um, so we got a question from a friend, but I realized I hadn't had a chance to talk to you. And I think the last time we talked, you hadn't really watched the Star Wars movies, right? Like right. You haven't seen a lot of them. Well, I've, I've seen some of them. Yeah, I've seen some okay, of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, Derek asked a question um, about Star Wars Episode One. I don't know if you had seen that one before with Jar Jar Banks. No. Okay. That's what I figured. I was so told I was like, by many Star Wars, um, what's the word we're looking for? Aficionados? Not to watch it. Not to watch it, yeah. yeah. I would give you the same advice because it's the first three aren't great, or episode one, two, and three, I should say, aren't great. See how confusing that, but, that uh, stuff is? <laughs> um, but he asked a question about it, so I, I was like, okay, I need to. I have all six on Blu-ray, so I need to let you borrow uh, at least episode one to watch it so we can answer the question on a future episode because, um, yeah, so you have some homework to do. Yeah. I forgot to bring it today, but I'll get to you at work sometime. Yeah, no problem. But That'd today's cool. question is brought to you by My Imagination. Uh, what are your top three movie monsters? Oh, that's a great question. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, number one, right out the gate, my top. Now, these are the ones that scare me the most, or I think is the coolest, or the most iconic, because I don't get scared. I'm, I'm a man. I sleep with. Uh, I think I just pick like my favorite, like most iconic, like ones that I like. I I I love these characters, right? or I, I enjoy their movies, or whatever. Or yeah. I just think as as a character, they're cool. Like okay. I don't know, just my my top three, your top three. In a particular order, I cannot give them to you, but I will tell you, right at the gate, I gotta I gotta say Dracula. Okay. The original bloodsucker man, and if that makes me kind of old, it's because I am. I grew up with Dracula being the man. 
I'm thinking Bram Stoker's Dracula and uh, Bela Lugosi is Dracula. Bela Lugosi probably to me is is the Dracula that I grew up with. Uh, that was that a movie from like the the twenties or something or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, you grow up with this certain look, you know. Dracula, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dracula's cool, man. You know, he's cool and he's forbidding and he's like I've blah blah, and you know, it's just a fun. Scary. There was a lot of people scared of Dracula for a long time, and it's just one of those characters that's iconic. Hmm. And uh, vampires, man, you know, and it's been done to death, but Dracula stands the test of time. Vampires are cool. I, I have you ever watched the Underworld movies? No, those ones are really good. The first first couple are really good. You should watch Underworld. Dracula is not in it, but it's vampires versus lichens, which are werewolves. Vampires versus werewolves, and like this kind of future neo futuristic. Um, Earth. It's pretty cool. You should watch it. Super nerdy. It's great. <laughs> it sounded super nerdy. <laughs> While you're explaining it, I'm like, you can't make it sound cool. It came out, I th- uh, when did it come out? I want to say it came out around the same time as like, it was like the, the mid- Matrix or something. Yeah, like 2003, because, 2005. Yeah, released in there. 2003. Because it has, I feel like it has a similar feel of like the world. Like everything is just like dark and black leather and gritty. Like similar to like what you like what the matrix world is like they basically took the matrix but threw the vampires and some mm-hmm. or werewolves into it so that's a fun movie uh so my first one again this is in no particular order um my first one i'm just gonna go with godzilla that's a classic i haven't necessarily watched the old movies so i haven't watched the classics i haven't watched the originals but i was always uh there was one that came out Boy, that's why is, is that what I thought of when you said Godzilla? Go, go, I was thinking Gojira. I'm thinking that you, <laughs> that is so horrible. I'm thinking that uh, I'm seeing the old claymation style, okay. you know, like <laughs> stomping down with the with the fake foot, you know, on on miniature cars and stuff right. like that. And you're probably thinking like the 1996, you know, uh, uh, remake movie that they did. Is that what it was? The one in New York City? One, yeah. It's like the Taco Bells, you know. Yes, like, that's what? exactly the one. That's exactly the one that I loved so much back in the day. Yeah. I would go to my aunt's house and she had it and we would just watch it over and over and over and over again. I think that one came out in like. Because I loved it. I love the Taco Bell commercial, the little dog. 97, 98. Just, and I worked at a Motel 6. And I remember like there was a Taco Bell right next to the Motel 6 uh, that I worked at. And <laughs> that was all the rage. They had Taco Godzilla. Bell dog. Was, You'll get her a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> they had, hiding they had, under the box. From, hiding. From they Godzilla. had Godzilla everywhere, all fantastic. over everything. Uh, but no, I so that one. And then even the remake that they did just uh, a couple years ago, there was one that came out. And, Brian Cranston was in Yeah, there. with Brian Cranston. And that one... A lot had a lot of got a lot of hate, but I I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was actually not half bad. And there's the new the sequel to that one, and it has the uh, uh, the girl from uh, Stranger Things, um, Millie Bobby Brown is that her name? Millie Bobby something. Uh, I'm totally blanking on her name. But anyways, that's coming out I think this year. A sequel to um, that Brian other Brian Cranston called uh, Godzilla. Uh, King of the Monsters. So it's going to have not just Godzilla, but all the other kind of crazy monsters he's fought throughout the years as well. Mm. So, so that's pretty exciting. But no, I, I just always thought he was kind of cool. Um, sometimes he's just a giant dinosaur. Sometimes he has cool superpowers. Like 
in like the the newer reboot and even some of the older ones you know he can like breathe fire he can shoot lasers or he can uh well one of them he's a robot like it's mecha godzilla so it's, <laughs> i don't know it's just fun that there's so many different um versions of one crazy creature so. i think the cranston movie is actually a lot better than people give it credit for it's actually a lot of fun i, I i'll never forget when he uh, has the door closed and oh, i don't want to spoiler or anything if case any of you guys have uh, not seen that movie but when the door is closed it's like no i'm done no, for no it's just like <laughs> oh crap no oh, it's it's a little bit of a tearjerker so good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Right. What's your What's your second one up? So number two is something that is still scary to this day. The original Alien. The Xenomorph. Sigourney Weaver was so amazing in that movie. That Alien was so scary. The fact that it had acid for blood. That was the best part. Oh, man. That, it was that, already well, terrifying enough, and then it bleeds all over. And That character, that it's so scary, and it's just stood the test of time as being one of those scary, you know, when you see it dripping wet inside of that space structure, and it's like, you know, just salivating and everything. That, that's freaky, man. That's some scary stuff. That's terrifying. Stuff. And there's been some... Uh, the face huggers, the chest oh, bursters. Man, all that, yeah. You know. oh, it's terrifying. And I don't care what anyone says. I think... All the alien games that have come out are good too. Like there's some like Alien Isolation on PlayStation Four. It's terrifying. I played through that, and that is like one of the scariest games because you don't have any weapons, and there's nothing. You, even if you had weapons, like there's nothing you can do against an alien. Like no. it's just it'll tear you up. So it's man, there's some great movies out there, great games. That's that's an awesome pick. Um, my number two. Well, since you said aliens, I'm gonna go with Predator here. I'm a fan of the Predator. He is, um, which is kind of fun because, you know, Alien and Predator have gone toe-to-toe a few times in the comic books, and there's Alien versus Predator 1 and 2, though we don't really talk about the second one because that was pretty much hot garbage. I loved uh, the first one. The first one was great. I thought it was a great movie. In Antarctica, you know, going drilling down deep into the earth, finding this weird uh, incubation chamber, basically, where aliens were... You know, queen alien reproducing aliens and predator coming in and just hunting them for fun to prove that he is the the apex predator so i don't know it's so cool or even like the first predator movie arnold schwarzenegger out there just beating the crap out of predator there's nothing better than that <laughs> i i don't recall too very much but i know that uh i have uh, a couple of my nephews are huge fans of danny glover in that movie yeah i i don't really remember i've seen two I don't really remember it that much as well. Um, I just remember it took place in the city. You know, it was the whole tagline was like, oh, he goes first in the jungle, now the concrete jungle, that type of thing. Um, but uh, I did see the, I did see the 2010 movie Predators, um, which is where humans land on the Predator's planet. Which was actually a great- That was actually Adrian a pretty good Brody one. And yeah. that one. It kind of changed the mold a little bit. Yeah, and there was like some super predators, like they're a little more like beefy and like tougher than just regular predators. And I don't know, it's just, again, it's one of those things where it's cool. There's these different iterations on the predator and um, the cool gadgets he has, a laser cannon he has on his shoulder. And, and right now they've got the predator. Which I haven't heard great things about. I haven't seen it yet though either. So I feel like I can't really, you know- Say for sure, it's not, terrible. Has it come but, to the theaters yet? Yeah, it came out last year. Okay, um, so it should be on Netflix now. I would hope. I'd hope so. I'll I'll watch that in a second if it's on Netflix. Um, but no, that's that's probably my second second favorite one there. That's a good one. Well, 
So my number three is probably my number one. As a kid, I was deathly afraid of Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger was so scary to me with his burned face in the original movie. It came out when I was extremely young, and I, I had a brother and sister. They were not extremely young. I don't know, six or seven. But I had a brother and sister who were eight and ten years older than me. So what ends up happening is that you've got teenage siblings that are definitely going to go, come here and watch this scary movie with yeah. you. So I was so afraid of going to sleep that I always had to have the light on. And that, that lasted for a while. I was so <laughs> deathly afraid of Freddy Krueger. And then what happened is sometimes you take a, a fear and you try to turn it into a positive. He started with the quips and the, uh, the funny, goofy stuff. And he did it a little bit in two. And then three just kind of went crazy with it in part three, Nightmare on Elm Street. And I don't know what happened. He became some type of an anti-hero. And all of a sudden, I started going to school, dressing as Freddy Krueger oh, with the mask, with the sweater, with the glove. What a weirdo. Third grade, fourth grade, <laughs> fifth grade. I actually, one day... I went and told my dad, eighth grade, ninth grade, hey, dad, I can never found, uh, I never found my Freddy Krueger glove and mask and stuff. Whatever happened to that? And he said, son, we threw it away. We got rid of it. I was worried that you were going to go nutsoid and go like turn into a Freddy Krueger <laughs> copycat and start killing was it, people. Wasn't his whole thing that like he was Freddy a child Krueger molester. was a child? Yeah, a child. yeah <laughs> like yeah. I want to be him when I grow up. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't terrible. a good role model to have. Uh, <laughs> but but see, I was such a twisted kid because I was into that because he was funny and scary and I liked scary or like horror. Uh, and then I was also into pro wrestling. So uh, the ultimate good guy, Hulk Hogan, was my was my hero growing up. He was the this iconic character that was like a superhero come to life. But I also was a huge fan of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I loved the ultimate bad guy too. You know? Jeez, yeah, that's I. I'll be completely honest. I've never seen uh, any of the movies that he's in, from Nightmare on Elm Street to I know there was like a Freddy versus Jason crossover, and like any many movies he's been in, I've, I've never seen him any of them. I would love to subject you and and Trudy totally to down. watching like, I know, a Nightmare on Elm Street, but I, hear I just classics, think but... it's too scary for you, kid. Uh, and it's not just that. The, the thing is, it's like I've already made you guys watch some like older stuff that you guys are. But it's been great. It's been cheesy. And I've everything enjoyed else. it. Trudy made Johnny me not Depp, so much, but Johnny Depp's first movie was uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. He's huh? uh, he's one kid? of the guys who gets killed. Spoiler. Oh, Spoiler on that. Sorry about Spoiled that. it. Yeah. Well, I don't think anything is more terrifying than my number one, Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> the hit 1984 American comedy horror film directed by Joe Dante. <laughs> I have been told don't feed me after midnight and don't put the water on me. You know, but, I mean, it's, it's just been said. So as a kid, this was a movie that I will like never forget because it gave me it gave me such nightmares and probably is the reason I am the way I am today. So I think I was like in third or fourth grade. I forget. I was young and I came, 
out of school and mom was picking me up from school and I don't know if I did get on a report card or it was the end of the school year or something happened. She's like, Hey, I got you this movie cause you did awesome. And I liked this when I was younger. I don't think she realized what movie it was. Maybe she forgot what it was or I don't know or something or misremembered it. Maybe she was actually like 18 when she watched it. <laughs> but, uh, she was like, Hey, like, I really liked this when I was younger. Like I got this for you. We can watch it tonight, blah, blah, blah. And then we got home and started watching it. I'm just like, this is terrifying. <laughs> like, these are crazy monsters. And one of those things were like, yeah, we, I watched all the way through it. Like, I think we watched it as a family even. But like I, for a long time, you know, I was terrified of these gremlins being real. It was just like always checking under the bed or being out in the middle of the night and like out in the dark. We lived out in the woods. It's like, is there going to be gremlins out here? Like, am I, is this something to be scared of? I always loved the Mogwai, the little fuzzy yeah. guy. Oh, you ever It looks just like it. a little Furby. Yeah, it's a Furby. It's literally just a Furby. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm down with that. So, give me, give me one of those. I, I love the Mogwai, but. Well, there was a time when our, when our local video store was going out of business. Yeah. They used to have video stores where you, you know, I, and rent I know movies. that. I, okay, I remember I movie not really stores. Sure. Yeah. I was uh, at the tail end of it, but I do remember it. <laughs> so I remember going and buying a secondhand copy, used copy of Gremlins. One of my favorite movies as a kid. I really loved uh, the original and I brought it home and tried to like tell Janet about it. And she's like, um, yeah, okay. We started watching it and uh, I fell asleep because, <laughs> you know, that's what I do. <laughs> and um, she woke me up so mad because I fell asleep and it scared her so badly. Um, she was still scared by it. And this is in the 2000s. She's a grown person. <laughs> but she's just like, it's so scary. I, I actually remember it from my childhood. And <laughs> She had blocked it out in like repressed memories. You brought it all isn't back. Isn't that awesome? That's what, That's what I do. That's what I do. I am responsible for a lot of people's post-traumatic stress. Not sure why. I, I think my the most terrifying part that still like pops into my brain from time to time is the pool scene where Stripe, he's in his gremlin form, he's all evil, and he jumps into the freaking swimming pool and all of a sudden there's thousands of these gremlins. That's like the most, because he's like starts melting and oozing and getting all gross and slimy and stuff starts popping out of the pool and it's all <laughs> gross and slimy and crazy neon green lights and the pool's all bubbling and it's like the most terrifying so thing 80s. as a kid. It's so, so scary. 80s. Uh, yeah, but, my my wife's part that she couldn't stand that had a really hard time with it is uh, the story with uh, the dad dying in the fireplace, trying to oh, do the Santa Claus thing. Yeah. She was like, this was a kid's movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, don't ever go and watch Gremlins 2, uh, the New York version. It's it's The new good. batch? Yeah, it's not good. I've So... I've never watched it, and it's one of those movies that I've ever since I've seen the first one, I always wanted to watch it because I just I know what it is going into it. Like I've heard all the stories. Like it's just they it's they went hardcore cheese. on the comedy and cheese side. Like they like this one is supposed to be comedy horror, and they just went even deeper into like off the wall crazy, stupid ridiculousness, like funny, goofy, like just side of it. But um, never had a chance to watch it. I want to one day. Maybe we'll do a review of that movie one day for all of you guys. Gremlins 2, The New Batch. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's please. I mean, it's been a while. You know, we did Terminator back in the day. We did, what was the other one we did? Uh, Rocky. We Rocky. Did. So we need to do another, we have another done great some pretty 80s. Good, pretty good uh, old movies that yeah. we've done. So Gremlins 2 would be another another notch in the belt, you know? It'd yeah, be a great would, one. Would be. I don't think we necessarily need to. You guys can just imagine. Just imagine it. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again to uh, our 14th episode. 
Man, it's crazy. We've been going 14 episodes. Um, and the FCC has not shut us down yet. Yeah. The FCC doesn't listen to I don't think that's podcasts. how it works, but, you know. I'm always worried we're going to get shut down. I mean, for some of the things you say, I'm surprised Whoa! we haven't been. <laughs> Hello. Uh, but thank you guys. Pointing. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as I said, at the top of the show, if you haven't already, please go check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Um, check us out there. And if you have a couple bucks to toss our way, um, you can you can do it there and support uh, this podcast that you love so dearly. Um, support it, make it better, grow it, nurture it, take care of it, love it, snuggle and cuddle up with it. But just don't <laughs> put the covers on because sometimes like we sweat. And don't feed it after midnight. Definitely don't feed it after midnight. <laughs> um, uh, if you haven't already, please go to iTunes and rate and review us. You can give us, you know, click the little five stars there. If you want, you can go to, um, click just below that, write a review. A written review helps out a lot too. Um, just giving your own two cents of what you actually like about the podcast. Um, if you don't like the podcast, then uh, don't review us, please. Keep you know, it to yourself. Keep it, yeah, yeah. But if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's, That's a golden rule. It's a golden rule. <laughs> uh, you can find us at supergamerboys.com where you can also, um, in, in all of these places, you can find us and leave questions or um, contribute to the show, uh, supergamerboys.com, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram, and facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, if uh, you want to find JJ and I on the interwebs, uh, you can find me at G Morlang on Twitter and find JJ at... At JJ Purdom. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Uh, you check her out on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing Co. and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Clothing. Thank you, Star. I finally had to wash the shirt. It was starting to walk on its own. Is it getting a little stanky? A little bit. A little, a little bit. Little it was stank. a little crusty. And my wife uh, kind of forcibly made me wash it. But Star, you're amazing. Thank you. Cool. Well... Another one in the books. We did it. We survived. We're, I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah. We're getting the hang of this podcasting thing, you know? <laughs> we, are, we are just like killing it. Man, we're, I'm surprised. I'm, I guarantee you at this rate, you know, we'll have a sponsor deal in no time. Oh, we'll I'm- be making those big sponsor bucks, you know? I'm pretty sure with all of your comments about Gozira and all, like, <laughs> yeah, we're, just, we're beating down the door. To- <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's compared to some of the things you said. You honestly, it's probably not not that bad. I'm pretty wholesome, dude. I don't pretty wholesome. see. Me I mean, saying, I beep you out every other episode. Yeah, but it's for saying things you know that are like normal. Like everybody thinks the thoughts that I think. But they they don't they don't know what I, they don't know that you're not saying anything bad. That's the secret secret sauce. Oh, is that it? You just gave it up, man. Oh, dang it. Well, now you all know. Uh, well, thank you guys all so much for listening and. Uh, we will catch you on the flippity flop. Bringing that one back. Oh Bringing it oh, back. Right. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you guys next time right here in the Super Game Boy. Adios.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.